I want to start by saying Happy Easter Friday. Happy Easter Friday. This is the day that Christianity is all about. Christ being prepared to die for all of mankind so that we can experience life and life in abundance. The truth is, many people are facing obstacles today. What is your obstacle? Your obstacle could be that you need healing in your body. You need a breakthrough. You need deliverance. Maybe an accusation at work. Maybe you're looking for work. You're looking for a job. What is the obstacle that you are facing? The Bible teaches us that Christ died on the cross for all fundamental problems. Jesus has become the way. The Bible teaches us that His way was an obstacle for many people. Dying on the cross became a stumbling block for many people. Many people today say, how can God send His Son that He loved so much to this earth to die for you and me? This is a mystery. This is the wisdom of God. This is the love of God being unfolded. Turn with me in your Bible to the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 verse 18. The Bible says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. This is the good news of the cross. The message of the cross is the power of God. The Bible says here, all of us who are being saved, family, let me tell you something. Being saved, here we can see being saved, it's a process. Nobody's perfect, amen? That's why we allow God to work in us and with us and through us. A matter of fact, salvation is progressive. The day you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your spirit is justified. Remember, you're a three-part being. you body, soul, and spirit. So when you accept the Lord Jesus Christ, your spirit is justified just as if you've never sinned and you are linked up with God. 1 Corinthians six seventeen says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with Him. It's that part that's holy. That's why we worship Him in spirit and in truth. Your soul, your will, your intellect, your emotions, they need to be sanctified. You have to renew your mind. Align it with the Word of God. That's a process. And then one day when we cross over, our bodies will be glorified. So you are justified. You are being busy sanctifying your way of thinking, aligning it with the Word of God. And then one day your body, when you cross over, will be glorified. Paul says here in 2 Corinthians 2 verse 2, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. 
says, let me tell you one thing. My focus when I'm preaching, when I'm sharing the gospel, is focused upon this one thing, Christ and Him crucified. The price that He paid upon the cross for you and for me. Today we focus upon that. The cross had one purpose, and that was to conform the person that was honored to its nature, and that was to die. Paul wrote in Galatians 2 verse 20, I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but it's Christ that lives on the inside of me. Today we have so many people looking for a sign. People even running after signs, wonders, and miracles while the Bible teaches us those things will follow us. People need wisdom. The truth is in whatever you are facing, if you had wisdom in your situation, you would know what to do. If you had the power of God that could manifest, it could change your situation immediately. Paul said, my focus, I'm determined to preach one thing, that's the cross, him crucified. Why? What is the secret in the cross? If you go to 1 Corinthians 1 verse 22, it says, therefore, Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. Since they're looking for a sign, they're looking for wisdom. But our message is Christ crucified. To the Jews, a stumbling block. A stumbling block. Has the cross become a stumbling block for you? And to the Greeks, foolishness. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, your culture, your nationality. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. He's saying the message that we preach, why I've determined to preach Christ and Christ alone is because this message of Christ crucified is the power of God. It's the wisdom of God. So whatever you are facing, if you go to the cross, you'll find the answer. The Bible teaches us in the book of Ephesians 1 verse 7 that redemption is through the blood. Forgiveness of sins through the blood according to His riches and His grace. How did He do it? By His blood. His blood that speaks for you cleanses us. His blood has become redemption for you and me. Healing for you and me. Deliverance for you and me. The cross is wisdom. It's power. The thing is, Jesus is still on trial today. Psalms 118 teaches us that the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. 
saying the thing that was the obstacle has become the way. Many of you have been asking questions, Jesus, why? And Jesus has become an obstacle to you. Some of you are offended with God. Today is your day of salvation. Christ crucified is the power and wisdom of God. Can you see the need to allow him to come into your life? Go to Hebrews 2, verse 14. Let me show you. Jesus can feel what you're feeling. That's why he became a man. He had the option to become an angel. He could have become an angel. But he wanted to feel what you are feeling. Verse 14, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, that's you and me. We're human. He himself likewise shed in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. He destroyed death by his death. Jesus is not in the killing, stealing, and destroying business, but in life and life in abundance. He came to destroy death by his death and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Turn to the person next to you and say, you are more precious than angels. Tell them again, say, you're more precious than angels. You are made in his image. You are made in his likeness. Look that person in the eye and tell them, you are the greatest product of the Holy Spirit. But he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Whatever you are facing, whatever your temptation Whatever your habitual sin, Jesus can identify with your pain. Family, do you know why Christ came and made a way? His blood removes your sins. Colossians 1 verse 19 and 20, all things in Christ being reconciled to him. His ability becoming your ability. It is the awareness of the righteousness of God that brings an awareness of God's power. When you know that you're in right standing with God, you're aware of God's presence, His wisdom, because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Are you ready to change your confession about your situation? Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm ready to change my confession because of what Jesus did on the cross. Go back to 1 Corinthians 2 verse 6. Let me go show you. 
However, we speak wisdom. Among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. says we speak the wisdom of God. We speak this mystery. You know, when something is a mystery, you cannot explain it. The Bible says a husband and a wife that's married, it's a mystery. There are two individuals, yet they are one. He says this message of salvation, when we start speaking the wisdom and the power of God, it's a mystery. But Paul says, let me tell you something. The wisdom of this world is not God's wisdom. It says from Right the beginning, before the earth was formed, this was God's plan. His wisdom, His power to be manifested through Christ that would die. It says, if the rulers of this earth, this world, the demons, if Satan himself knew that Christ was going to die on the cross and it would become the wisdom and power of God, they would not have crucified Him. This is the secret. This is the mystery. You cannot figure it out with your mind. How is it possible that he who knew no sin became sin so that you can become the righteousness of God? It's a work upon the cross, a mystery. How is it the God of the universe, the creator of all things, are prepared to die for you and me? Don't understand. Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus loves you. But it's based on a covenant. If they knew, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. Do you know why? Because the cross has become the basis for all answered prayer. If they knew that because of Jesus' death on the cross, your prayers could be answered, they would never have killed him. God kept it a mystery, kept it hidden secret. You know, Jesus, when he was born on this earth, the Bible said he discovered his purpose, his calling through the things that he suffered. So in the process of time, he started realizing at the revelation, I'm the son of God. That's why he stood and he said, Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. In that moment, maybe he realized that for the Spirit of God to rest upon us, he would have to die. It would cost him his life. We sometimes look at what Jesus has done and we take it for granted. But what Christ did on the cross allows his ability to become your ability. 
Have you accepted the sacrifice? Because once you accept the sacrifice, everything will change in your life. Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus loves you. Tell them again, say, Jesus loves you. I want you to turn a few pages to 1 Corinthians 11. Certain things in the Bible that you cannot reason out with your mind, it's a mystery. You have to believe it by faith. I want to show you something. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, declaring, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. What is that? The remembrance that Jesus loves you. Remembrance that he died for you. Remembrance that he paid the price in full for you. And remembrance that the blessings are available for you. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Every time you have communion, you are declaring the wisdom of God. You are declaring the power of God. But you know, sometimes when we have communion, we don't do it in the correct way. There's a mystery concerning communion. Why did the Lord give us this? Verse 24, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body. I'm just reading scripture I'm not giving you interpretation. He said, take, eat. This is my body. This is the mystery. He's not saying this is a symbol. He's saying this is my body. When you take this and you eat it, you are eating my body. What did Jesus say to his disciples? He said, unless you eat my flesh and you drink my blood, you cannot have life. Through communion, God is saying to us, every time you break it, do it in remembrance of my death. My body was broken so that you can be whole. Not a symbol, but eat it. This is my body. When you take it, you say, Lord, thank you that your body was broken. He says, do it in remembrance as often as you want. Jesus said, you can go read it in John. He said, I'm giving you the facts. Unless you eat my flesh. They were offended. This is a stumbling block for many people. But I can tell you now, this is the mystery. Because every time you do it, you're proclaiming his power and his wisdom. That's why he's saying, do it as often as you want to. Not just on Easter, not just on communion Sunday. We proclaim it. Family, all of salvation is based on what you proclaim. 
says we proclaim the wisdom of God. If you want salvation in your life, you confess with your mouth and you believe with your heart. That's the mystery. When you confess with your mouth and you believe with your heart that Jesus Christ died and that he's been made alive, you receive salvation. You receive righteousness into your heart. Today we proclaim the Lord's death. I want to tell you, don't just eat this as bread. Don't just drink the cup as grape juice or wine, whatever you use. But first, when you do that, go look at yourself. Are you trying to figure out this mystery? Jesus dying on the cross for you and me? Or by faith, are you accepting it? Let's read on. Let me show you. Go to verse 27. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. Let me read the Amplified. It says, For everyone who eats and drinks without discriminating and recognizing with due appreciation that it is Christ's body, eats and drinks sentence a verdict of judgment upon himself. That careless and unworthy participation, just coming and saying, Ach, it's bread, let me just take it. Says, don't do that. Don't let there be a careless participation of the Lord's Supper. But realize that he died on the cross for you. Says, that careless and unworthy participation is the reason many of us are weak and sickly. And quite enough of you have fallen into sleep of death. For if we searchingly examined ourselves, detecting our shortcomings and recognizing our own condition, we should not be judged and a penalty decreed by the divine judgment. Wow. You know what we've taught people? When you're offended, when you're angry, when you're battling with a sin, don't have communion. My people sit in church when they have a problem and we steer them away from the cross. We steer them away from the answer. This is why the church is weak. He's saying here, if you examine yourself and you realize, I'm weak. I realize I'm angry. I realize I'm offended. Am I talking to the right people here? He came to destroy the works of the devil. He dealt with death by his death. That Jesus died, that's what we're celebrating today. But we've come religiously and say, you cannot touch this. Jesus reconciled himself to you when you hated him, when you wanted nothing to do with him. He says, this is the mystery. Let me tell you, when you are weak, you don't have to feel weak. When the weak can say, I'm strong. My grace is sufficient. But now when you come, 
family, Isaiah says, he was bruised for you and me. His griefs were placed, our griefs were placed upon him. Your sorrows, your hearts, or your heartbreak was placed upon him. We esteemed him stricken and smitten, bruised for our iniquities, chastised, punished, condemned, judged. And by his stripes we are healed. The Bible says if the devil knew that if he bruised him, he would take your bruising away, he would have never bruised him. He would never have chastised him. He would never have placed those beatings upon his back. If he knew that by his stripes you were going to be healed, the devil would never have done it. Jesus did it for you. Can you imagine? At that moment, the disciples running away thinking God has lost control. And God the Father saying, I'm busy with a plan of power. I'm busy with a plan of wisdom. Hold on, my son. Busy providing the answer, the solution to everything. Christ has died. He said, this is my body. Jesus has not come to judge. He's not come to condemn. He's saying, many of you are weak because you don't accept the sacrifice. Many of you are suffering. Some of you have even died. My plan for you was not to die. But you didn't accept the sacrifice. You could have been a partaker of this life by eating my body, by drinking my blood. It's a better covenant with better promises where I deal with you according to my mercy and my grace. When you feel weak, it's the time to run to God and say, I need you. God, my heart is broken. It's hurting. Thank you that you were broken so that I can be whole. I've come to you, this mystery. This is your body. I need it. I'm eating it. Lord, I declare my oneness in the Spirit with you. Your ability has become my ability. As Christ is forgiven, I can forgive. Help me to forgive this person that's wronged me. The cross has become the basis for all answered prayer. Don't run away from Jesus. Run to Him. When people are looking for breakthrough, deliverance, healing, salvation, they think if I can just get that, it, it will be the end. But what they don't realize, when you're looking for a breakthrough, healing, deliverance, salvation, redemption, you're actually looking for Jesus. Because he's the one who's provided all of that. And it's not difficult to get to him. Paul said, all you have to do, eat my flesh, drink my blood. My ability will become your ability. When you confess with your mouth, you believe with your heart. This is the power and the wisdom of God. Some of you, family members that are not serving God, get with somebody, pray for them, and have communion, and remind the Lord bring him in remembrance 
of what He's done on the cross for them because He died for everybody. You're proclaiming that through His death, He's dealt with death, with guilt, with condemnation. Family, it is this union with Christ. This is your body. When you eat it, it's your union with Christ that allows you to have communion with the Father. Hebrews 10 verse 19 said, It's by the blood of Jesus that you enter into the Holy of Holies. The only way. So if you want to get into the Holy of Holies, guess what? Better covenant, better promises. When you accept this blood, you accept redemption. His grace, His mercy, it sanctifies you. This blood gives you the strength to be able to forgive as Christ has forgiven you. So when you come and you're angry and furious with somebody and you want to get into God's presence, guess what? His ability has become your ability. His blood will speak for you. But you have to approach Him with humility and sincerity of heart. Are you ready to accept the sacrifice? Don't run away from the cross. Don't run away from the work that Jesus has done. Run to Him. Run to Him. A better covenant based on better promises. Can I ask you something? Don't just be a Christian at church, but be one at home. Don't just have communion here, but have communion at home. Teach your children that this is the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is our hope. Allow the love of God to flow. We couldn't do it, but Jesus did it for us. Romans 8 verse 3, I'm closing. It says, for God has done what the law couldn't do. Remember, Israel, a type of the church, old covenant, they tried to live a holy and perfect life by obeying the law. It says, that which the law could not do, God has come and He's done it. It's power being weakened by the flesh, the entire nature of man without the Holy Spirit. So for you to live a victorious life, you need the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. We're celebrating Christ's death, but if you want to experience resurrection power, you need to be conformed to His death. It says, Jesus Christ came as a man so that he can feel what you are feeling. He came and he condemned sin so that you don't have to be condemned anymore. Jesus came as a man in the flesh, condemned sin in the flesh, subdued it, overcame, deprived it of its power over all who accept the sacrifice. Subdued, overcame, deprived. Galatians 3 verse 13 said, He absorbed the curse because He was prepared to die on the cross. 
This is what communion allows us to do. Are you ready to change your confession from today? To run to Christ? To rely upon His strength, the body that was broken? That this is His flesh that you are eating? A mystery. But He, Christ becoming part of you. Enjoying the new covenant. His power in the blood. Whatever situation you are facing, Jesus died on the cross for that. Do you know what that means? Whatever situation you are facing or you find yourself in right now, Jesus is not embarrassed about that situation because he's got the answer for that situation. Will you accept the sacrifice? Will you allow his word to enter into your heart? When you do that by its very nature, it will change you. You'll find yourself acting with God, walking with God. This is the power of the cross. Paul's saying, I'm going to focus on preaching one thing, Jesus Christ and Him crucified. When I preach that, there's power, there's wisdom. God came to restore all good things back to you. Matter of fact, He came to restore glory back to us. This is His plan for you and for me.